welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Google and its industry allies are making a late bid to water down the first major data privacy law in the U.S., according to Bloomberg sources. Joining me is Karthike Marotra, Bloomberg News cybersecurity reporter, who reported on this story first. So, Karthike, many people may not be familiar with the California Consumer Privacy Act. Tell us what it aims to do. The CCPA is uh, California's response to GDPR in Europe. And what it would allow uh, users in California to do is opt out of uh, data aggregation related to their identity. So if you're browsing uh, on the internet and like a pair of boots on uh, Amazon, put them in your cart, but don't buy them and go to another website and an ad follows you, this law would... uh, as it currently stands, allow you to opt out of uh, Google or other entities from following you around the internet to advertise at you, and uh, that applies to multiple industries. And so what changes is Google looking for? Well, they're looking for an exemption to allow for continued targeted advertising and analysis of uh, of the data they collect while following you around the internet. Uh, they, they generate over 80% of their revenue from uh, ad sales. And, and so if they're no longer allowed to follow you and then also take that information, analyze it, and sell it to a third party, that could uh, potentially impact their bottom line. Does that defeat the whole purpose of the law? Consumer privacy folks certainly seem to, to think so. Uh, the lawmaker in Sacramento, her name is Hannah Beth Jackson, who's been the face of the consumer privacy group, says that this exemption would drive a truck through the CCPA. There'd be no point to it. So there were two years of debate over the CCPA, from what I understand from your article. So what would the procedure be to make changes at this late date? Yeah, yeah. So CCPA sort of came into uh, clarity in the last three days of the 2018 legislative session. We're in that same period now in 2019. uh, And there are a number of amendments on the table to tinker with the CCPA. That's what 2019 was all about. And so there are proposals from lawmakers on the table to make these tweaks before it kicks in in 2020. And we'll get clarity in the next 24 to 36 hours. So then lawmakers would have to approve a new CCPA? No, they would have to approve a bill to amend the CCPA. They would have to approve new legislation to uh, tweak the act that currently exists that kicks in on January 1st. How likely is that to happen? On ad tech and targeted advertising? Yeah. Extremely unlikely. Will California's law, I mean, this is the first privacy law in the U.S., the, you know, comprehensive sort of. Will that be an example for other states? Absolutely. Absolutely. We know that Washington uh, tried and failed to pass its own this year. Some of that was related to they don't know what, what, what California is up to just yet. Uh, Nevada has explicitly stated that they want to know what happens in California before they push forward with their own. We know Illinois has been a leader in privacy law um, and not just states. But Congress is is having the same conversation in D.C., and they're waiting to see what uh, the benchmark set by California is before 
they push forward with any sort of legislation in 2020, 2021. So certainly whatever California does will set the baseline for data privacy laws around the country. You spoke of California State Senator Jackson. She said that this could shift, the CCPA could shift the balance of power in Sacramento. How so? Well, she says that over the last decade, two decades, that the tech industry has been able to ensure that this wild west of deregulation uh, remains uh, the culture in Silicon Valley. And she argues that with this stepping stone of data privacy, you're creating an environment where, where regulation can't be avoided any longer and, and Silicon Valley has to come to the table to discuss the rules of the game, which she says haven't existed. And so that is the fundamental change, that there will actually be conversations about regulation going forward instead of uh, no debate at all. Um, on the surface, you hear a lot from Google and other internet companies about it's a good idea to respect privacy and to have this kind of legislation, but does it play out in reality? I mean, that that is an observation that we made in the story as well. Uh, you know, the, the talking points are are, are fantastic and uh, GDPR is, is encouraged and welcomed and, and other uh, legislations are, are a good idea, but you know we see that Google has lobbied against this law in California. We see they've lobbied against a similar law in Washington and they've tried to narrow a biometric law in Illinois not once but twice. Uh, and so the question remains whether the talking points are going to materialize in something uh, in Congress or at these states beyond uh, the lip service. And I, and I think right now what you're seeing is uh, that lobbyists are still being paid to protect the business model instead of data privacy. Does it seem, though, as if there is a trend lately against tech, especially with data privacy? You, and you just had Google paying $170 million to settle claims that have violated children's privacy law. So is there is the tide turning against tech, at least temporarily? Well, I think you're seeing that in the fact that this amendment is unlikely to get anywhere. Uh, nobody seems to want to carry the industry's water right now in Sacramento and be the face of the amendment that allows big tech to continue to behave like big tech. Uh, and so, yes, I, I think there does appear to be, at least in this current uh, point in time, uh, a question about whether you want to be the company that is uh, pushing a loophole for Google to continue target advertising. Um, we heard a lot before the the uh, GDPR, is it, was enacted in, in Europe. Is there, has there been that much of a problem with it? Because we don't seem to be hearing as much about it, or there've at least I number, don't. Yeah, no, there have been a number of fines issued uh, in Europe over lack of compliance. Uh, it's It's been a year and a half, and, and so companies are pointing to that and saying, look, these aren't entities that are behaving maliciously. It just takes a long time to come to grips with what these laws uh, are are doing and how they're changing the game. And so that same question exists with CCPA and and industry lobbyists and attorneys believe that the language in CCPA is even more confusing and vaguer than it is in GDPR. And so these same issues of compliance are going to 
to linger for extended periods of time, maybe years, until companies can figure out exactly how to fall into place. And so the attorney general in California is going to be the one in charge of enforcement. And it will undoubtedly be a question of whether uh, or not uh, companies that don't comply are penalized or if they're given some sort of um, leeway to figure things out for an extended period. All right, more battles ahead. Thank you so much, Cartike. That's Cartike Marotra. He's the Bloomberg News cybersecurity reporter. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.